Welcome to the Performance Improvement Podcast. This is your host, Ella McGee. I'm a doctor of education who specializes in performance improvement for adult learners and individuals. And I created this podcast to provide information and resources that will help you live to your full potential. I will also occasionally have guests who will provide information to help you in your career and in your personal life. So get ready and let's go. Holding grudges can keep you from reaching your goals or even pursuing your dreams. That's what I want to talk about today. It's a strong statement, I know. You may even be asking, why can't I do both? Why can't I hold on to grudges and be successful at the same time? Well, Many of us know that that can happen, and it happens every day in real life as well as on TV and in the movies. Some people actually deliberately use their grudges to get to where they want to be. They use their grudges to grow, but that involves hurting others. Now, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But for those who don't want to do that, continue listening. Pursuing your dreams and going after your goals definitely requires your full attention. This is really the point I want to make in this episode. Focusing on the offenses is taking your attention away from focusing on what you do want. You need a clear mind, which is free of negativity and the destructive mental energy that holding grudges creates. Your mind must be free of negative mental energy. I'm sure you've heard that when we forgive others, we actually benefit ourselves more than the other person. Right? We forgive someone, we feel like we're letting them off the hook. But no, actually we are freeing our mind when we forgive. And what does that mean, letting them off the hook anyway? Are we trying to control the other person? So don't worry about letting the person off the hook. Just think of forgiveness as freeing your mind so you can go after what you want in life. You want to toss the offenders and all thoughts about them out of your mental space. And give your mind the freedom to steer your thoughts in the direction that you choose. Okay? I lived in anger for years. Held on to it. Felt completely justified in it. And in a strange way, I told myself that my anger was affecting the offenders. You know? I felt that me being angry at them was somehow harming them. Have you ever felt that way? It's what we do. Now, our negative communication toward the offenders can make them feel uncomfortable. Like when we scowl at them or snub them as they approach us. In a way, we can hurt our offenders by performing these passive-aggressive communication techniques. But if we're spending our time 
showing our offenders how much they hurt us, paying them back for hurting us. What are we taking from ourselves, right? We're actually giving our attention to the very people who offended us. We're allowing them to keep us from getting what we want out of life. When we spend time trying to communicate to them that they hurt us. Or worse, trying to hurt them the way they hurt us. All that drama is wasted energy that we could be spending on pursuing our goals and dreams. Also, we need to ask ourselves why we even want to spend time hurting our offenders when we didn't appreciate being hurt by them. When we do this, we get caught up in this web and we exist for the sole purpose of hurting those who hurt us. All we have to do is look around today's volatile society and see how unproductive that is. Vengefulness and spite are counterproductive and destructive to ourselves and to society. Now, when we make these vengeful moves and spiteful moves toward our offenders, we're really just trying to communicate to them that we deserve respect. And it's true. We all deserve respect. But when we feel violated, we get caught up in hurting the person the way they hurt us. Unfortunately, that too is is being human because the, the human mind is naturally attracted to the negative. So we don't automatically think to do something positive to someone when they did something negative to us. But my point here today is we shouldn't focus on any of that. We should just keep our focus on going after what we want in life. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying deny that you were offended. I'm not saying that. But I'll give some suggestions on how you can develop ways to keep focused on your objective and not on paying back the person who hurt you. Sometimes you do want to communicate to the person who hurt you, but you need to communicate that in a constructive way so that you're not robbing yourself of peace of mind and allowing your offender to, to rob you of peace of mind. So the first thing I want to do is talk about the three types of offenders because not all offenders even deserve our attention anyway, okay? So the first thing I'm going to talk about is strangers. These are offenders who do not deserve our attention, mentally, physically, emotionally, in any way, right? Because they're strangers. So strangers can offend us by insulting us or mistreating us while shopping, driving, or putting negative comments on the internet, trolls as we call them, right? These are strangers who purposely want to harm us. And yes, we're human, so hearing negative things can hurt our feelings. But because they're strangers, because they don't go home with you, because they don't have an obligation to you or you don't have an obligation to them, you can choose to let go of their offenses. That's my point. Well, let it go. Free your mind so you can go after the things you want in life. It's very easy to get caught up in that web of 
the offense. We could just dwell in what they said to us or how they behave. You don't want to do that. It's not worth it, especially with strangers. So the next level of uh, offender is bosses and coworkers. Offenses on the job must be treated with wisdom. Of course, they're still going to harm us, hurt our feelings. But again, these are not people that you have any close ties with. But I will say that if the offense is preventing you from doing your job, you have to address it. So you can address it in a constructive way. You cannot be confrontational on the job. Sure, you can if you want to, right? But it's not productive. So you don't want to approach the offender and tell them off and do the whole passive-aggressive dance. You don't want to do that because that will put your job in jeopardy. So again, always think of your objective in life when you feel violated. Don't think of the person and paying them back. Think of your objective. At work, your objective is to keep your job and do your job well, right? So you can either report the offense to a superior if, if the offense is keeping you from doing your job, or you need to overlook the offense. Okay, so that's bosses and coworkers. Now I'm going to go to the big one, loved ones which are family, friends, romantic partners, etc. These are the offenses that are really difficult to let go of. I mean, they just are. And all we can do is let these offenders know because they're supposed to love us, right? So we just need to let them know that they offended us. Sometimes we get offended by someone and they didn't even mean to offend us. So instead of just walking away with what you think was an offense and harboring it and um, displaying those passive aggressive behaviors to let them know that they offended you, you can tell them. And they can respond in many ways. If they defend why they did what they did or said what they said, then that's up to you to rethink your relationship. Now, when I say rethink your relationship, just, just think about it. If you let someone know that they offended you and they don't respond with an apology or with some type of compassion or empathy for your feelings, then you just need to think about that relationship. That, I'm going to leave it at that. Just think about it. I'm not telling anyone to end any relationship because I believe that we all make our personal decisions. But always focus on the fact that your purpose in life is to be responsible for yourself, not for others. Your purpose is to be responsible for going after what you want in life, for giving yourself the best life possible. Now, if your loved one responds by telling you that they were also offended by what you did during that particular incident, now you have room for discussion. Maybe they feel offended by the way you treated them and you weren't even aware because you were caught up in your own feelings. We do these things as humans. We just need to, to work on ourselves to keep our focus where we want our focus to be. All right. So those are the three major offenders, strangers, bosses and coworkers and loved ones. Sometimes you have to make decisions. 
right? Because you want to give yourself the best in life. And you don't want anything to interfere with that. You know, holding on to grudges actually empowers the offender. What do I mean by that? Okay, so let's go back to the passive-aggressive behaviors that we use to let them know that they offended us. Some people actually love that because they know they got to you and they know they're still getting to you. You know, some of us hold on to these grudges for years and years, right? So you see that person that offended you 10 years ago and you see them coming in your direction and you walk away from them, right? That's you holding on to a grudge for years and years. Some people actually thrive off of that. So that very person you offended, you probably have been displaying that passive aggressive behavior all those years, and you may have actually empowered them to move on with their life. And what I mean by that is they probably said to themselves, I don't even know what that person's problem is. I have things to do in life. So just speaking to themselves in that way gives them the power to move on. So they're telling themselves to move on. That's what you need to do. Tell yourself to move on instead of empowering your offender. The very thing that you really don't want to do. Your focus must be on what you want out of life. So free your mind so it can lead you there. Imagine yourself shaking off the grudges and the anger. Use your body to do it if you have to. Shake off thoughts of the offender. Shake off the feelings running through your veins, right? Shake them off. And free your mind to access that intelligent and creative part of you where awesome ideas are waiting to surface. Just do a little shake. Now I want you to open your arms wide so you can welcome the newness that's going to come into your life after letting go of grudges. Just open your arms. Okay, enough of the physical stuff. Now that you've freed up some space in your mind and in your world, your passions and internal drives are gonna to start to unfold. You're gonna to have to start paying close attention. Yes, I know we're all busy and have no time to think about paying attention to how we think, but just bear with me for a minute. I want you to start noticing where you get moments of inspiration. You may get them during showers or while walking. I, I get them while taking a walk. Sometimes I get them when I wake up in the morning. Sometimes I even get them while walking on a treadmill or doing some type of exercise. You have to become aware of when you get your inspiration. And you can do that now because you freed your mind. Now, if you already know where you get your inspiration, like maybe you get it while taking a shower, that's fine. From this day forward, pay attention to whatever part of your body that you're washing. And the thoughts will just come. And when they come, if you get like something that's giving you an answer to a problem that you've been trying to solve or something that's giving you an idea for an invention, right? You're going to have to say it out loud. Say it out loud immediately. And the purpose of saying it out loud is so that you obviously don't forget it. 
We don't want you jumping out the shower to write it down. Just say it out loud. Somehow, if you say it out loud, that's allowing it to seep deeper into your mind. Okay? And then when you finish your shower, when you're ready, write it down. It's very important. And you'll hear me say this in a lot of episodes. It's very important to capture your thoughts because thoughts can be very elusive. You have to capture them when they come. Now, for those of you who have families and or spouses who keep you very busy in life, too busy to stop and listen to thoughts. Like early in the morning, your kids are jumping in the bed with you or while you're in the shower, someone's knocking on the door asking you a question. I get that. So you don't have time to focus. I get that. What you have to do is create me time. Create specific times of the day that is me time. Time for you to be with your thoughts. Again, that time could be taking a walk. I mean, you could actually, you know, put some activity in during that time. But just have me time where you're not being disturbed is, is my point. Okay? Everybody needs it. And please don't feel guilty because you have to keep yourself well mentally, physically, and emotionally so you can continue being there for your loved ones. Be the best you can be for yourself and others. Whenever the thoughts about your offenders creep in, and they will, I want you to either shake them off or shoo them away like you would shoo away a gnat. Now, don't do this in public. You get the point. Another thing you can do is purposely think of ways to distract yourself from dwelling on thoughts of the offender. The more you do this, the easier it will become. You may have to do it a couple of times, so have a little patience. But you will actually train your brain to think about the things you want. The goal is to purposely take charge of what you focus on. It's about time you take charge of your life and stop giving away your power to others. I don't want you to one day look back and ask yourself, what the heck happened? Why didn't I do the things I wanted to do in life? Now, there are many other things that could get in the way of you moving on in life. Things besides holding grudges. But that's for another episode. Today, I'm talking about grudges because they can have such a powerful hold on us. They can capture our mind and just, just keep it captive. For years and years, it is so not worth it. I'm telling you that it is to your benefit to let them go and move on. Who knows what you'll discover about yourself when you let go of anger and grudges and give way to what's lying dormant inside. We all have gifts lying dormant. We have to make room for them. You'll be amazed at what you discover once you make room for them. So that's it for today, guys. I know you have many goals and many aspirations, and you probably tell yourself that you can't do them. You don't even realize the reason you think you can't do it is because you didn't open yourself up to the power within. You can do that from this day forward. 
So that's it for today's podcast. You may find additional resources that help you live up to your full potential by visiting me on Instagram at Achieving Excellence Today or on the web at AchievingExcellenceToday.com. I also publish planners and organizers that will help you conquer overwhelm and remain organized in the busy digital age. Just visit Amazon.com, type my name in the search field, and click the search button to see these resources. Until next time, bye-bye.